I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. We're recording. Lord. <laughs> it is late as hell, everybody. It was so late and we were starting to record. Jeez, pray for us. We love you. Yes, we do. Um, welcome to Two Black Girls, One Rose. Where two black ass girls invade the whitest show on earth. The, the Bachelorette. I'm Natasha. And I'm Justine. And what an episode. That was episode three. Mm-hmm. Yep. A slow burn. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it was really good. Yeah. By the end, I was into it. But the beginning, I was like really nodding off. I was like, God, oh, <laughs> Jesus off. Christ. What is this? How are you nodding off with this episode? But last week's episode, you thought was good. Yeah. Well, it really just depends on how far into the episode Mike is shirtless. And uh, <laughs> that's... <laughs> It took too long, this episode. Yep. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) What are your initial thoughts, friend? So, first thought is that um, the Emmy, the Golden Globe, the Tony, the ESPY that we keep giving to these editors, I feel like needs to be revoked for this season. Oh. Because I need way more context into who this girl is. They keep shoving these chicken nuggets in our face. Uh They keep having these men saying about how great she is. They keep having these very one-sided conversations being shown with these guys, too, of like, oh, I just love your this and that and the third. And we don't see anything from her, and it's so weird. Yeah. And I just, I'm having a hard time really connecting with this girl and, like, rooting for her love story. Mm Mm-hmm. And that is all at the fault of the editors. Yeah, yeah, they're giving, they're setting up a lot of moments for her to like shine and like curse guy. Like in this episode, particular, she had some yes. guys being ridiculous, so she had to, <laughs> you know, get to get on her high horse and like you yeah. know, give her moments or whatever. But you're right. In between all of that, we're still not learning anything about her. <laughs> and there's still things that they keep putting in our face that we don't know anything about. Like, why are there chicken nuggets everywhere? Yeah. <laughs> like, That's true. It is so weird. I don't know. Um, also, this was a literally a nigga you ain't shit episode. Oh, episode. Shit. Yeah, it was. It, was it truly was. The whole thing. Um, and I hated every single outfit that Mike had on in this episode, and he is still my husband. So, <laughs> there's that. 
<laughs> he had on a vest outfit that I was like, Oof. nah, this ain't it. Oof. This ain't it, Mike. But if mm-hmm. he ends up being The Bachelor, I would love to see Lauren G go on his season. Oh, yes. That'd be a good one. Let's bring back Lauren G. I told you she was mm-hmm. on that Facebook show that I love. Mm-hmm. And she almost won the damn shit. And you learned a <laughs> lot about Lauren G on that show, more than you saw on The Bachelor. So I would love that, actually. Bring her back. Yeah, Yeah. that'd be good. What about you, friend? What'd you think? Um, So like I said, overall, I really liked the episode. I was literally hollering laughing at certain points. <laughs> yeah, me too. And I don't even be laughing that hard with this with this show, but I there was a few moments where I was hollering because it was just so preposterous what these guys were doing. <laughs> I don't know where they found these guys, how they cast these creepers, um, but they had me dying. Um, I finally have some favorites. It took me a while mm-hmm. to kind of weed mm-hmm. through the fat, mm-hmm. but Mike, of course, always a favorite, but... I've said before I like Jed, but I really like Jed. Mm-hmm. I really yeah, like Jed. Too. He seems very genuine. Um, also, Peter the pilot. Yeah, we're starting to learn cutie. a little. We're starting to see a little bit more of him than just him being a pilot, and he seems yeah. super sweet and just like giddy to be here. And like he really, I don't know what he sees in this girl, but he really right. likes this girl, he and does. it feels genuine in a way that Cam and Luke, who seem to be here for like winning roses, mm-hmm. and like it's a game. Peter really seems like very like excited to be here because it's hannah and to find like love and stuff so yeah um i like that i was also i was pleasantly surprised by miss hannah even though we still don't know not nothing about this girl nothing she finally found her words in this Mm -hmm. episode Mm -hmm. she Mm -hmm. really she actually did me proud because she was handed some straight nonsense (laughs) like (laughs) straight hot sizzling (laughs) bullshit from one too many guys who are like possessive, insecure, yeah. creepy. We're obviously talking about Luke P and Cam, who mm-hmm. seem to be have ra- been raised in the same home because <laughs> <laughs> they acted ex- pretty much the same. Luke is just a little bit more aggressive and scary. Cam is just like I don't know, just like a fucking creeper. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think she handled herself pretty well. She put both of them in their place in her mm-hmm. own way. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, you know, they kind of set up these moments for her to be able to like shine like this. But I appreciated how she handled herself in those moments. Yeah, and yeah. she handled she the guys. Up what they were putting down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and she did mm-hmm. some. She did a little bit of reading on this episode. She, did. she was mm-hmm. she did a little bit there. Um, last thought. Sorry, I always have a lot of thoughts. Oh yeah, go ahead. Your boy Mike. Yes. You know, Twitter's rumbling. IG's rumbling. How we all are desperate for him to be the next bachelor. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I thought you were gonna come with bad news. No, not bad news. (laughs) (laughs) No. Now every season, any person of color who even just seems nice, we <laughs> hope and wish and pray that they can become the bachelor, and then they get a bad edit, or mm-hmm. we get three seconds of footage of them, or they just turn out to be whack. But Mike is—he's—he's he's getting a really good he's, edit so far. Yes, he is. He in this episode, we'll go into it, but we learned something very vulnerable about him. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't like a sob story kind of convenient story that these guys kind of just drop everywhere. It was like mm-hmm. a—it was a vulnerable story experience he went through that really connected to the date, so it made sense yeah. when he it, brought yeah, it up. Yeah, it was like a trigger moment for him. Yeah. Um, and he's just, he's getting a lot of airtime. He seems mm-hmm. to be a stand-up guy. He, mm-hmm. um, I would say I'm hoping because 
he they, he always seems to have a comment or yes. something to say yeah. about the drama in the house. And I really don't want them to give him that bone collecting edit. Like he's the guy <laughs> that's always going to Hannah to say this and always going to say that. Yeah. I think my assessment is that he, in my opinion, is already coming off as like one of the most mature, well-spoken, like most mm-hmm. articulate guys in the house. Mm-hmm. So I think he always, he when he confronts the guys about the bullshit they're doing, Luke P and Cam, it's almost like he's speaking for the house. Like he takes one for the team and he like yes. says his piece and everybody's like, yeah, we close our mic because he, yes. he puts it together. Well, he speaks very well, but I don't yeah. want him to be that guy who's then seeming like he's always in the drama and then he gets that mm-hmm. edit and then he doesn't get right. to be the bachelor. So, right. Yeah. Cause Luke S is doing something very similar, but only to the, confessional yes Luke because S, he uh, is politically involved the so political guy exactly what he's doing oh yeah he's playing smart that's true yes yeah that is true i noticed that luke s had some moments where i was like okay luke i see yeah, you right. yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some, some critical thinking some critical thinking skills yes. but he's doing that in the confessional not yep. in their faces <laughs> <laughs> it's playing smart he needs a job back in dc <laughs> to go back to so he's not trying to play <laughs> um but yeah those were my thoughts Nice. Um, so before we get into the recap, of course, first of all, happy uh, Memorial Day, everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Memorial Day is always like the beginning of summer. It's like the first cookout oh, yeah. of summer. Oh, yeah. It's um, First summer Fridays. First summer Fridays. It's like the beginning of summer. Mm-hmm. I'm actually recording. I told Justine off air. I'm recording in my bedroom right now because there is literally a big <laughs> giant Negro cookout block party hybrid foolishness happening out on the street. Oh, <laughs> Harlem is turned all the way up. These people are so happy they had the day off and they yes. are literally Justine. I swear to God, they played love on top followed by before I let go. No, they didn't. <laughs> No, they didn't. Back to back. I was like, I can't. Y'all need to turn the music off. It's 11 o'clock, but they still out here. So I had to come shuffle to my bedroom Mm -hmm. to go record. Um, But yeah, Memorial Day is all about cookouts and stuff, but it also is a day to remember and honor the people who have served in our military, those who have Mm -hmm. died. So while in service. So shout out to all the friends and families of, you know, anyone in the military, if you respect your service, just wanted to put that out there. Um, did you do anything fun this weekend? Um, yeah, I did a lot of stuff and I'm tired. Um, (laughs) on Friday I went to go see Aladdin. Nice. How was it? It was very good. I was shocked. Really? Because I feel some type of, from the trailers, I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to feel about this. Yes, me too. Yeah. Um, but it was good. Will Smith was good in it. Okay. I was shocked that he was good in it. And the movie was turned up really, really loud in the theater. And I was like, why is this movie turned up so loud? Mm-hmm. And then when the song started, I realized why it was turned up so loud. Because those children were screaming the lyrics. What? To the children? Song. I would think they people like, like our age. Baby, you know. <laughs> screaming. Oh, okay. God. <laughs> Oh, no. It was actually so cute because it was, like, a bunch of clusters of little kids. It was really cute. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then Saturday, I was in Brooklyn at Pig's Beach. What's Pig's Beach? That is a barbecue place. Oh, no, I've heard of this. Yes, Mm -hmm. I've heard of Mm -hmm. this. Okay, it's like a, like a, is it one of those ones that give you a slab and then 
it's like a tray and they throw yes. the meat, they throw the this, yes. they throw the that. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And they oh. have good drinks and it's like an outdoor space. It's like, it's cool. There's like three oh. bars in it. It's a cool place. Oh. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was good. How about you, friend? I just did a whole lot of eating. I feel literally mm. disgusting right now. I feel like a big pile of sauce. <laughs> Friday, I was in Koreatown flopping around my friend, eating everything. Mm. Then Saturday, Memorial Day barbecue at my boyfriend's place. Went to Smorgasburg with our friend. Mm-hmm. Shout out to her. <laughs> I was about to say her name, but I'm like, can we put people's name out there all the time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then yesterday, Nate and I went to City Island up in the Bronx. Oh, Cute did you gem. see our other friend? What other friend? Our other friend who lives in co-op. Oh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> But I, I realized how close co-op city is to oh, City Island, actually. So close, yeah. Very close. How um, did you get there? It was a journey, because yeah. we trekked from his place in Brooklyn Ooh. all the way up there. If we came from my place in Harlem, it wouldn't have taken as long, but yeah, it took us yeah. door to door an hour and 45 minutes. I was going to say two. Yeah. Yeah. And then coming back, there was traffic, so like two and a half hours. Um, but it was pretty easy to get there. You take the six train all the way to the last stop, uh-huh. and then the bus is like right there, and it's, the, oh. it's a 10-minute bus to the island. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, it was cute. Ain't shit to do there but eat. Ain't nothing. nothing but <laughs> seafood restaurants mm-hmm. after seafood restaurants. Cute little streets, but literally nothing to do. So it is cute. And that. everything there is called like City Island something. It's like mm-hmm. City Island ice cream. Yeah, City, City Island, Island Chinese food. Wash <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> laundry mat. Like <laughs> it's a small, small little place. I couldn't get over that. I was like, this is the Bronx. Like we're still in the yeah. Bronx. It's a mm-hmm. very different section of the Bronx, but it was cool. Um, and yeah, so we did that. There's a little beach nearby, Orchard Beach. So we went there afterwards, and that was you literally did? the Bronx. You went to Chocha Beach. <laughs> what beach? Chocha Beach. That's is that what it's called? called? Chocha Th- Beach. That's sure enough what it was. <laughs> all of Brooklyn, and uh, not all of Brooklyn, all of the Bronx, the Bronx, all of the Heights, a little bit of Harlem was <laughs> just took over that damn beach. <laughs> the speakers everywhere. That whole dance party going, playing merengue, bachata, and all that. It was quite an experience, and we had a blast. <laughs> Oh um, but yeah, I feel disgusting right now because literally all I did was eat. Coming back on the subway today from Brooklyn, I sh- almost passed out. And then I, <laughs> when I thought about it, I was like, Tasha, you are dehydrated one. Yeah. And you have not eaten a single meal vegetable. or food of any nutritional value. Yeah. I haven't had a vegetable <laughs> since like Thursday. <laughs> I feel like kind of sick. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah, so that was my weekend. That's great. Yeah, let's let's get into the episode. Y'all want to hear about <laughs> yeah. our Yeah, what? <laughs> um, shout out to everybody on Patreon. We love you. Um, rate, review, and subscribe if you haven't already done that. Hit us up on Twitter. We do live tweet if you aren't doing following us already. Some people don't even have Twitters. Like, mm-hmm. they don't tweet all the time. They just tune in on Mondays to tweet yes. Bachelor Foolishness. Yeah. I see a lot of followers of ours. Like, they don't tweet nothing throughout the week. But Mondays, mm-hmm. they just retweet and enlighten up about Bachelor. So, if you're not on Twitter, you can still get on Twitter. and Just yeah, turn it on party. every Monday and follow along with us. Our handle is the number two BLK girls, the number one pros. And you can email us. We do a lot of email call-outs. Um, the number two, black girls, the number one, rose at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. 
And then we're also on Instagram and Facebook. Just search Two Black Girls, One Rose. We come right up. Um, if you're listening to us right now, screenshot this, add it to your story, share us with the world. We always re- yeah. we always repost it to our story. Um, and yeah, just help us grow this community. There's lots of Bachelor fans out there that don't know we exist and are somehow suffering through this season without us. So <laughs> <laughs> share them, share us with the world. Um, all right. Before we get into the recap, you know, we're still trudging along here. I know. <laughs> I like, oh, hope you're still gosh. with us. We're going to get to the recap. We still, we promise. Um, but first, Justine, I know you have some, ch- some lovely church, church announcements. announcements. Take us to church. Yes, so we do. Um, we have a lot of church announcements this week, mm-hmm. so shout out to everybody in the inbox. Um, but we have a listener, Addison, who told us, gave us a quick link about the origins of why abortion is a political issue. Mm-hmm. I didn't get this into last episode. the whole article, mm-hmm. um, but very interesting how it was based in segregation. Always comes back to racism. Good old yeah. America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> um, Jasmine J, shout out to you. She shared a personal story about Catholic guilt. And why Hannah feels the way she does about sex, but also probably feels the way she does about how she speaks with other people, which I found to be very interesting. Whenever you guys email us these personal stories where you can relate to Hannah, it gives us some more insight into how she is as a person because Mm -hmm. we still don't know. (laughs) So thank you to everybody who emails us saying, I connect with Hannah in this way, this way or that way, and I see why she's moving the way she is. Because yeah. I still can't figure this girl out. Yeah, good point. Yeah, thanks for everybody. We're trying to piece together a, a, a biography <laughs> a <human> here. Being? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, shout out to Jewel B, Cassie, and Emily who all wrote in about dating a pilot and relationships with pilots and what that life is like. Um, and it's really interesting because it feels like it's a very scheduled life, which. Mm-hmm. Um, could be great for somebody who's really super organized, um, somebody who wants to um, maybe have a big family, um, and you can just keep all your schedule intact for you mm-hmm. know the next 18 years. Um, but it leaves very little room for like spontaneous trips that Peter was talking about, about like sending his date to New Orleans for a crawfish dinner. I don't really understand how he was doing that. Um, and then any, like, emotional bandwidth um, mm-hmm. is could just be very limited. Because if you miss someone, you just want to see them. They're like, well, I just left and I'm coming back in two weeks. So, sorry. Oh, God. <laughs> like, yeah. There's no real, like, you just can't be spontaneous with the other person. So, I guess it depends on who you, what kind of re- person you are in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, interested to see how Peter's going to project that um on on the season we'll see yeah pilots yeah i would say pilots are definitely one of those like professions where if you're with a pilot like their profession kind of dictates how the relationship goes like Mm -hmm. you just have no choice it's almost like dating it's similar to dating someone in medical school yeah like that's their life whether you like it or not (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then like where they get placed for their residency it's like this is where I'm going. Well, we're Ready? going. <laughs> Want to yeah. come or not? Like, mm-hmm. that's that's kind of tough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then shout out to everyone who just sent us just lovely emails this week. We got some really, really funny ones and some good ones. Um, and especially the people on our Patreon community board. Yeah. Guys, we are still up. figuring this out, but we love you just the same. <laughs> 
So yes. thank you for posting on the community board. <laughs> right. <laughs> we see. She posted some long messages too. Yes. Like, oh Lord. Yes. Um, yeah. Appreciate and all that's the thoughts. That's it. That's it for church announcements. All right. I have a little bit of Bachelor Nation news, Ooh, which get? might explain a little something that went down in the episode today. Um, oh. So we learned in the episode. <laughs> so, oh, okay. Uh, so we learned about halfway through the episode that Tyler G, who was just on a one-on-one last episode. He's mm-hmm. the dream analysis psychotherapist student, whatever. Very good looking. Mm-hmm. Um, the what does she call him? The Tim Tebow like look-alike. Mm-hmm. Um, he like left the show. Like all yeah. we got was Hannah just talking to the camera, saying it was so sad. Tyler G had to leave, but we got no explanation. Like As they so literally why. just yeah, yeah he, they just went to the next scene. We didn't see anything from him. Um, so apparently he was asked to leave the show yep. mid-shooting uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> after some allegations of him being an abusive, misogynist piece of shit came up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so apparently, um, so Reality Steve posted about this, but he didn't post the whole receipts, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you know, it don't take no time to find the None. receipts on Reddit. So <laughs> on Reddit, someone posted a story about him and his his previous girlfriend, apparently they got into like, they had a, just a volatile relationship, always in screaming matches. And apparently when they were on vacation, presumably in Europe, he spit on her. Yeah. So that happened. Yeah. You gotta go, sir. You have got you to go. go right yeah. now. The lift is outside. Mm-hmm. See you never. Mm-hmm. Um, that same Reddit poster or yeah. Poster said, mm-hmm. Um, that they, two of their best friends went to high school with him and those two best friends called him out as being one of the like biggest assholes they've ever met. Oof. One of the friends even used the words, quote, extreme misogynist. So hey. he seems to have a past from high school, dating yeah. back to high school days of being a just piece of disgusting trash, particularly <laughs> to women. Um, and yet he was cast somehow on the show. Somehow. I don't know why this show like attracts like just sleazy, terrible men. Yeah, and I guess they're probably fooled by him. Yeah, he looked really good and <laughs> had a great job. Yeah, <laughs> and mm-hmm. for, as allegedly a boat. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I even forget that boat. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so really gross, and I'm yeah. glad that they didn't even let that play out, and they just. Um, yeah, just send him back and like we yeah, heard some no disgusting story. Yeah, yeah, you gotta go. No, bye bye. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Um, so that was the big piece of news. The other piece of news Caitlin and Jason moved in with each other and have adopted a dog. So I was just racking my brain as to who that was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. Gotcha. Yes. Them. Yes. They're those still a two. thing. Yeah, yes. those two. Okay. All right. Um, Want to go into the recap now? Let's go, finally. Let's go. <laughs> God, it's like 4 o'clock in the morning. That's <laughs> what it feels like internally. Um, it's not that late, but it's pretty late. Oh, um, all right. So we open up. Chris Harrison has come to chat with the guys. They're all gathered around. They're reflecting on the night previous where Hannah was, like, super emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, one small thing I have to mention. John Paul Jones... Mm-hmm. is still in this house why is he still here <laughs> he looks so creepy every yeah. 
image of him, even if he's in in the confessional, if he's in the mm-hmm. background, anywhere he's on camera, he looks so creepy. It's weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He look to me. He looks like the kid who was like bullied in school, mm. and now in high school he's like shown up in a dark trench coat, mm. and no. everybody's scared of him. No. <laughs> That's what he looks like. The eyes oh, that he be given, no. and all the looks yeah. that he captured of him is so like scary. And I am thinking he's an actor, so I feel like actors know what their yeah. faces look like on camera. So I'm almost right. like, why do you? Why are you doing that? Why are you doing this? Fix your face. Yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah. Anyways, Chris Harrison drops off a date card. It says, let's push our love to the limits. It's a group date, uh, group date wrote a card. It's Jonathan, Mateo, John Paul Jones, Kevin, Jed, Tyler C, Mike, and Cam. Now, when Cam's name is read, all the guys are pissed because he, on the last group date, was able to leave the house and go crash and get time with her. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, meanwhile, some of the guys on this group date haven't even really spent much time with her. So, yeah. um, Jed said it best about Cam. He said he's taking this bold thing way out of proportion. Bold doesn't have to mean being an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, yeah, that pretty much sums it up in a nutshell. Love Jed. Love Jed. Um, so the guys, they meet up with Hannah. With Hannah um, and they're all running, running towards her like fucking lassie. Everybody's just like... <laughs> <laughs> galloping down the sidewalk mike your boy mike gets to her first and mm-hmm. does his whole big dirty dancing lift in the air she's all excited um so for their date they head inside and suddenly you hear this woman like s- screaming like she's mm-hmm. having a baby like she's giving birth and they turn the corner and it's obviously actors but this quote-unquote pregnant woman and this "Quote unquote doctor." Did you um, know it was Jason Biggs right away? Yeah, right away. Right yeah. away, <laughs> I could tell from his face. Yeah. Um, so the lady gives birth. Turns out the woman is uh, jeans on. Mm-hmm. Jenny Molin. I don't know who that is. Who is that? Yeah, and they were like, no "Oh clue. my god, it's Jenny Molin. She's so funny." I was like, "Who, who? the hell?" <laughs> Missing something. Who's this? Yeah, but we did recognize Jason Biggs, homeboy from mm-hmm. American Pie, mm-hmm. who looks like he hasn't aged, not a bit. He looks exactly oh, the same. Yeah. yeah. Um, so for their group date, they're going to see and feel what it's like to be a woman. Mm-hmm. Now, I thought this was the greatest group date <laughs> ever. They should I have thought- this on every season of The Bachelorette. <laughs> I thought it was great. I thought it was so boring. What? Yeah. Oh boring God, I, was, I was like asleep the, oh yeah you said you were asleep in the beginning oh i love this God. group date i, I, I thought, thought it was really weird. not really just women it was more particularly on like mothers mm-hmm, <laughs> and like mm-hmm. pregnant women um but i loved it so first part of the day they kind of get quizzed on like female anatomy they all mm-hmm. sucked obviously <laughs> um i thought a funny quote from tyler c our you know kennedy football yeah, player dude yeah said all i know about pregnant women is that their bellies get bigger and bigger <laughs> and the women get hungrier and hungrier it was like Which, a third grader I, like <laughs> a third grader but i feel like that's honestly how a lot of men feel like that's all they know mm-hmm. is something is growing and she's a hungry and a bitch like that's it <laughs> so pretty pretty spot on there yeah. um next part of the date the guys had to wear walk around with like pregnancy bellies on Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know, I didn't really understand or know this until Jed said it. He said, 
it's surprising how much it feels like you're falling forward all the mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Hence why women have back issues because they're always trying to like, or pregnant yeah. women have back issues because they're trying to like ease their way back. Which I didn't know my boss. My boss is really petite. Mm-hmm. And she, when she was pregnant, when she was like eight months, she couldn't get up without using both of her hands, even out of oh, a yeah. regular office chair, because yeah. otherwise she would fall over. Oh my god! Like literally topple. <laughs> she forward. would literally like tumble forward. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always see women like that too, but I, I didn't understand the the feeling was like you feeling like you're always going forward, so you have mm-hmm. to use your back muscles to like bring it back. That was kind of mm-hmm. wild. Um, then the guys each had to like care for these fake babies, you know, the ones that cry and like mm-hmm. pee and stuff. I had mm-hmm. to do that in middle school, by the way. You did? Yeah. That was part of our home ec or whatever the fuck. Wait, was it class. boys and girls or just girls? Um, girls and guys had to do it. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. And it wasn't everyone in the grade. It was only if you were like in that course for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and I happened to be in it and I got a little black baby. His name was Andre <laughs> and I got a night with him like crying and I'm a light sleeper anyways. So I was yeah, able to like yeah. deal with it and I got an A. Okay. So like it records how fast you like respond to the cries and that's how, a lot. How yeah. <laughs> Huh? How old were you when you had to do this? Oh, this is eighth grade. I was like 13. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's to scare you off from getting pregnant. I think that's the objective. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> Some people struggled. Yeah. For me, I, I did well. I got a day. Oh, good. Um, next part of the date, the guys had to, like, fake breastfeed, which basically they just Oof. put clothespins on their nipples. Yeah, which this, like, men's nipples are way more sensitive than girls are. Oh, really? Because girls are supposed to have something yeah. hanging off of your boob and true, true. not men's nipples are not really, they don't have a function. Mm-hmm. So they're like super duper sensitive. Yeah. But. Yeah. So felt their pain there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then last, but certainly not lot, <laughs> last, but certainly not least, which is the part that I think they should have on every, every yeah. season yeah. of The Bachelorette. Mm-hmm is they brought out a labor simulator, mm-hmm. which these are some of my favorite videos to watch on YouTube. <laughs> no. What? I don't know. What are you doing? Oh, Natasha, It's the no. same as, like, you know, I have a pimple popping video. A pimple popper. Yo, mm-hmm. it's in that same thing. Just It's just satisfying seeing mm. men just, like, in pain. I love it. What? Oh, <laughs> so basically, no one, if you don't know what this is, basically it's like this, uh, simulator that you put the pads uh, like on your stomach and then mm-hmm. it like simulates the pain of labor like contractions and stuff yeah um so each of the guys had to go through it and they all yep felt that pain mm-hmm. tyler c little quarterback abercrombie model was trying to pose like he was mm-hmm. in a fucking photo spread while he was <laughs> doing it but he was still <laughs> crying like a little punk so mm-hmm. uh there you go <laughs> Um, and yeah, so that was their date. Time for the nighttime portion, a little cocktail party. Jed pulls her first. And Hannah, she just talked about she really loves her connection with Jed. Yeah, so do he, I. Yeah, I really like it too. Yeah, I think that he seems to really go along with her, like, goofiness. Mm-hmm. And he has this, like, I keep having to go back to the drag date because I keep forgetting what he looks like. But he's mm-hmm. this, like, big muscular guy with this like real dopey looking face yes. dopey looking smile you know what i mean he just looks like mm-hmm. oh jed 
He can yeah. sing. He can play the guitar. Mm-hmm. But he, when he sees her, it really looks like a weight is just off his shoulders. And he's like, ooh, I can just be a goofball like myself. Yeah, he has, like, a nice, like, sweet, like, calming energy mm-hmm. to him. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of guys with, like, big personalities and just yeah. always talking. And he's kind of just, like, very chill and, like, mellow. Yeah. Um, and then I also like that his, yeah, his singer-songwriter thing it's like his job, but it hasn't like come up a lot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's not mm-hmm. like a gimmick. He's not always trying to sing. They haven't had like a, I mean, he has sang on a date, I guess, but they haven't, mm-hmm. it's not being pushed in our face. Like I feel like other singer songwriters yeah. in the past. Like, oh, a guitar is here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> How do you know? I'm going to start playing. So I'm glad that's not the thing. So we can actually like enjoy the dude. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they have their little one-on-one time. Suddenly chicken nuggets appear. (laughs) Of course they do. (laughs) This is like the first, one of many instances of chicken nuggets on this, on this episode. And Jed says, you know, let's, let's toss a chicken nugget off the roof and make a wish. And then you can't, basically said she can't tell them until their one-on-one date, what she wished for. Mm-hmm. Still don't know the significance of the nuggets, but I guess we'll just go Still with it. Still don't know. Still don't know. Um, back with the guys. Cam. Cam, who showed up on a date last episode that he was not invited to. So he shouldn't have been invited to this one. But Exactly. Uh-huh. Um, nonetheless, he's still sitting here talking about how he thinks he's gotten the least amount of time and just blah, 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 straight bullshit. Making things up. Mm-hmm. Just making shit up. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Tyler C., I thought he put this really well. He said mm-hmm. to Cam, if it was a giant free-for-all, none of us would get anywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like there's times you just have to play the game and play the rules. Yeah. And I really appreciated that because, yeah, yeah you definitely want to maximize time with her. You might you know, cut on on guys and things like that. But you still have to be kind of respectful to a certain extent of other people's times or else no one's going to get anywhere. If everyone's just cutting each other off every five seconds, like no one's going to get to learn anything about her. She's going to be just upset. Yeah. I'm being tugged this way, this way and everywhere, which she kind of was this episode. And you can tell she was getting super frustrated. Yeah. She was really annoyed. She was tight. And as much as I am like, Oh my God, he went back to sports again. His mm-hmm. analogy of it being a first-grade soccer game, I thought, was actually really on point. What did he say? I missed that part. He said it was, he was like, hey, do you ever watch first-graders play soccer? Do you ever they watch them and they don't around. know whose goal is where? Yeah. And they don't know who's on what team and they don't know what's going on? Oh, it would okay. be like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. There's rules for a reason, so we mm-hmm. can all kind of get to the objective of this mm-hmm. shit. Um, so, yeah, that was interesting. Um, so now Mike gets his one-on-one time. <laughs> <Just He's> <laughs> absolutely dreadful red pants. Oh, oh yeah. Oof. I did notice that. It was not a good one. Not a yeah. good one. He he has like a... That's a, This is his style, though. Like, we're seeing his style. He has very... You know, he made very selective packing yes. detail. Like, things yes. that he packed <laughs> that he yes. was very excited about wearing. So you can tell yes. it's part of his style, but... Yes. And all that good. It's like Will's, but not as good. It, I would even compare it to Will's. Uh-uh. I know, Will's, Will's can is dress. like an icon. Yeah. <laughs> an icon. <laughs> he is. He's like a fashion icon of the Bachelor. He's so dope. He is. I would not even try and compare Mike but, to Will's. But uh-uh. that, um, 
that same like packing with intention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> packed with intention. That's true. Packed with intention. <laughs> that was not that good, my friend. No, no, sorry. He always has like one item that's like, ugh. Yeah, like what? <laughs> like is this why? doing on your body? Yes, take that off, please. Oh. Um, so Mike gets his one-on-one time and he tells her that the day earlier with the babies and stuff made him think of an experience that he went through with his ex. Mm -hmm. And he told the story about how his ex got pregnant and he was so excited and was getting set to, um, propose to her and start a whole family. And then in the second trimester, she lost the baby. She had a miscarriage, second unfortunately. Trimester. Yeah, miscarriage that, is devastating. Any kind of miscarriage is, but second trimester is like, oof. Yeah, you're making plans, you're setting up shit and stuff. Yeah, so that, you told people. You told Yeah, you told people. That's yeah. oh, so sad. Um, and, yeah, he just talks about how hard it was for him and how he felt like it was his fault because he wasn't really there for her in the way that he should have been. And you know, got which I want to know what he meant about that. Yeah, I'm curious. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? I was curious when he said he wasn't there for her. Was I want to know if he wasn't there for her after the miscarriage, or he wasn't there mm. for her like during the pregnancy part, or both? Yeah, right, right. Because it still it seemed like he he said like, oh, it was my fault because I wasn't there for her like I should have been. Yeah, and I'm like, well, that's not. I don't know. I wasn't yeah. there, but that can't be the only factor in her miscarrying. In her miscarrying. So, so I, and I want to know what that means. Were you cheating? <laughs> were oh, you, God. Uh, you know, was it terrible? Yeah. Or were you just working a lot or something? Yeah. Um, They're not together know. today, so. No, Clearly, yeah. yeah, something, something was amiss and mm-hmm. um, wasn't good for their relationship. Yeah. On top yeah. of the miscarriage, which just makes it a million times harder a zillion yeah yeah Yeah. um but as i said earlier i appreciated him sharing this story because it it wasn't just a random sob story like it Mm -hmm. related directly to the date right because he was probably doing all that like mommy and me class bullshit that he you know that that mm -hmm. you gotta do he probably did Mm -hmm. a lot of the similar things from the date yeah um so it was it was just like a nice moment um and then of course as Mm -hmm. mike is mid-story Cam fucking comes walking up trying to steal time. Mm-mm. Now, Mike, being, you know, very well put together man, mm-hmm. politely shoot his ass away. <laughs> but then Cam just like kept coming back every yeah. 15 seconds. Like yeah. Mike told him, wait outside the door. Like I'm wrapping yeah. up. I'll come and get you. But Cam just disrespectfully was just like lingering. Yeah. And, and kept saying, I have to tell her something important as yeah. if what Mike was saying was not important. Yes. And that was Which like I where the disrespect so comes in. Yeah. yeah. Very disrespectful. Cause you don't know what I'm sharing right now. Right. So who's to say that your story or whatever is trumps Ugh. what I am opening up to her about. So right. yeah. that, yeah, that definitely rubbed me the wrong way too. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Cam kept coming back every five fucking seconds um uh hannah at one point was talking with mike and was like you know i also want to say and as Mm -hmm. she's about to like give her thoughts cam comes in again (laughs) yeah Cam in all wrong and strong well i have something i need to tell her and Mm -hmm. just uh just doing the worst just being extremely disrespectful 
Um, I think Mike, of course, was very respectful with Cam, mm-hmm. handled it very well. Almost too respectful because I would have turned the fuck up. <laughs> well, until the last, the very last moment when he kissed Hannah right in front of Cam. That I was wondering, that could have been some editing. Editing? I know. Yeah, because they had to kind of piece it together. Yeah, mm-hmm. I laughed, but I was like, I don't know if that's actually how it happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Mike had every reason, moment to just be like, look, I. I straight up just told her that my ex had a miscarriage. Yeah, right. And yeah. I'm not doing my story, so I'd really a- appreciate it if you left the goddamn room. <laughs> he really could have turned up like that. He could have. He, he really could have. It yeah. would have been in all his right to because he mm-hmm. was telling a very, you know, very, um, like, vulnerable, personal-ass, yeah. tragic story. And a moment where he was triggered, which is very yes. important to express in the moment. Yes, and needed that space to just get it out. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but in his true form, you know, he kept it together, kept it respectful, yeah. and mm-hmm. was, you know, handled the cam foolishness well. <laughs> um, so now Mike returns to the guys and, you know, tells them what happened with Cam interrupting him every five seconds. And I appreciated him saying in his confessional. So he, he kept it together in front of Cam. Yes. But at the confessional, he said, I'm going to need you to sit your ass down and let me have my <laughs> moment with Hannah because you're going to realize quickly that I'm not one to play with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally he said did. that. I loved he it. He did say that. Yeah. I loved hearing it and needed that side of him mm-hmm. um, to come out a little bit. Um, now, um, so like... Th- Cam, the reason why he's so irritating, as we said, he's doing things so disrespectfully. (laughs) I'm usually, I've always been a fan, like, in all the seasons I've talked about, like, I'm always a fan of the person who's, like, kind of stealing time Mm -hmm. and, like, cutting Mm -hmm. in and maximizing. Um, But he has, he's got it. He's got to be the one guy that's been doing it in the most absolutely horrible, disrespectful way that we've ever seen. (laughs) And it's coming off in, like, no one in the past who's been like a time stealer has come off this desperate and like nutbag looking you know what i mean right right yeah and it seems to also be when he is coming to her all about him which is very odd yeah because most of the people who steal time want to know more about the other person Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but this he just seems to be like tap dancing in front of her the whole time and it's weird Mm -hmm. yeah it's all about him that's true Ugh. So Cam finally sits with Hannah and she annoyed me with this because she was like, I'm so sorry. You know, sometimes there's deep conversations that need to be had. Why are you apologizing? Yeah. Why are you saying sorry? Yeah. For, you should have scolded him, first of all, because mm-hmm. and said that it wasn't very nice of you to be lingering when I was mm-hmm. having a conversation next time. Wait outside. Thank you. Like, that's what she should have said. But you know, she's still trying to be yeah. nice. Um, so Cam, he's just sitting here talking in circles, circles, talking about how he wants to tell her a moment where he's been bold and lets her know that he resigned from his job to be here. And Hannah's face, this is a moment where I cracked up because she looked like a big burden was just like (laughs) placed on her back. (laughs) And ain't nobody want to hear how you resigned from your job to be here for me, knowing damn well in my head I'm about to send you home any one of these days. Like, I don't want to hear that. And, like, so did everyone. And that's what I'm saying. Everybody's here either on a sabbatical or they Mm -hmm. left their damn job Mm -hmm. or they're in between jobs. Like, you resigning is not, you don't get a Triscuit for that. And also, I don't want to, I don't care to hear about it. Right. Either. Like, what is that? That just makes me feel bad. (laughs) Yeah, like, what am I supposed to say to that? Right. What do I say to that? Also, that's not important. 
no, I don't give a shit. <laughs> so why did you interrupt Mike so many times? Right. As if that's I'm important. Sure that's not important. Not important. And Hannah also, she was here last season right. and probably also had to give up things. Everyone's here yes, having to sacrifice and give yeah. up things. So like, don't lay this fucking burden on. Like her face just cracked me up though because she looked so like tired and like <laughs> just overwhelmed with his foolishness. That Oh, God. Um, so while Cam is in with, uh, Miss Hannah, Jonathan, other black mm-hmm. dude in the house comes in and interrupts Cam's time. And this shit was so fucking funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, was. it was. The two of them just went back and forth, back and forth. And Jonathan was not letting up. Nope. And Jonathan was letting him know that he was doing this because you've been doing this to everybody else in the house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Jonathan was just like not not giving in and basically like edged Cam out of the room. Like physically yeah. kind of like edged him little by little out yep. the room. Mm-hmm. It was yep, so just funny. Just came right in between him. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, when Cam left, because he's a punk-ass bitch, he <laughs> went and sat down with his, of course, his best friend, shocker, John Paul Jones. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, who is, he ta- who is he having this little moment with? Oh, of course, the other fucking mm. creeper in the house. <laughs> um, and was almost trying to insinuate that, like, Jonathan was about to get physical with him or... Yeah, he was... I, I didn't really doing? even, like, pay attention to it because I was like, you are just butthurt right now. Mm-hmm. And John Paul Jones doesn't say much. So no, he's I'm just going to go get some kombucha. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to. so whack. Yeah, it was whack. Super whack. Um, when Jonathan finally got back to the guys, they're all sitting around and Cam's just sitting there staring at Jonathan like a mm-hmm. weirdo. Like, so he's got to go. Weird. Guys, oh, unhinged. Um, back at the house, date card arrives. It's a one-on-one date for Connor, my frat house nightmare. I know. And it says, let's set sail on our love story. He so does look triggering, but he's handsome. But he does he look like, ooh. Handsome. <laughs> he looks, a, maybe I'd give him like, I'm not even going to give him nothing. No. He looks... <laughs> I can't use handsome for anybody who's like 23 and looks like they're 20. Like, you don't get to be called handsome yet. You're still growing into your fucking beard, (laughs) your mustache. Beard, yeah. (laughs) Not even beard, mustache sprouting because you just went through puberty like three years ago. (laughs) Nah. But yes, triggering, yes. I will Mm. continue on that. Um, Back at the date, Tyler C., our quarterback, sits with Hannah. Mm-hmm. and tells her that today made him want to call his mom and tell her that he loved her. <laughs> so cute. I really it's liked, this cute. made me really like Tyler C., this whole moment. That one sentence, okay? Let's not. No, the other no. ones, yeah. The other ones were good. His other shit, he just, ugh, he gets on my nerves because he's not saying anything. Do you realize that when he's talking, <laughs> he's not actually saying yes. anything, Justine. Don't get duped by no, his I face. <laughs> I know what you mean. You know? I know what you mean. But I think that he's doing it also because he looks like he doesn't think that. Like he doesn't think what? Like he doesn't. Th- he looks like a man at the time where women couldn't even vote. So <laughs> he has to like say all of this stuff, I think, because he really looks like he do- he would not think that to me. Like- like that she's a strong woman and a badass. Yeah, and like, like oh, okay. I want a strong woman. Oh, I want to be your cheerleader. He doesn't look like the type of guy who would want those things. And I've met yeah, plenty of Yeah, I them. see what you mean. I see what you mean. He you looks know? like, 
he looks like someone who wants like arm can like a girl yes. to be his trophy wife and yep. for mm-hmm. him to be kind of like you know the man the, the leader the blah 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 the star yeah. of the show yeah um but yeah the next yeah his next sentence of him saying you're a strong woman and a badass and all these general ass statements like i just can't I <laughs> that can't. are like how do you know that she's broken down every single episode Yes, and y'all haven't talked about nothing of substance yet. So how can you say all these not even big statements? They're general yeah. as hell. You can call yeah. it, you can call the fucking PA in the background a strong woman. <laughs> <laughs> like he didn't say anything particular to her, which is like my biggest pet peeve with these people on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I'm not fooled by this face yet. Mm. Nope, nope, nope. Um, time for the date, Rose and. Hannah is awarding it to someone who um, showed boldness in a different way. Mm-hmm. And she awarded it to Mike. Mm-hmm. Shout out to, to your boy. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, Cam is still post up in the confessionals talking about resigning from his <laughs> damn job that nobody gives two flying shits about. What a broke statement. Like, <laughs> what a broke bitch statement. Like, I had to resign my job to get, like, do you have no savings? Did you have no plan B? <laughs> Do you have no plan is B? That why you're, is that why this is so important? Because you are currently running into bankruptcy? Like, why? Mm-hmm. I don't understand. But whatever, yeah, he, Cam, keep, keep talking. Right. He's desperate. That's a good point. He's, like, desperate to stay on the show as much as possible. And he becomes mm-hmm. obsessed with getting time and getting the rose. Mm-hmm. Because it seems like when he leaves, he has nothing to, like... Nothing to go back to. Nothing to fall back on. No apartment, mm-hmm. no job, no saving. <laughs> like, his whole life is in shambles after this resignation. So, oh who the fuck knows what he's going back to. But we don't give a shit. Nope. Um, so then, after the commercial break... We have Hannah in the hospital. Like <laughs> there's like no transition. We just came no, back from the commercial. It, it, and she's and literally it was just an ambulance. Yeah, then she's in the hospital <laughs> with an IV. Yeah. Um. So back at the house, Connor's all excited for his date, getting ready for his date, sitting around with the boys, and then um, they bring in a surprise. It looks like a date card, but it's like a note, basically from Hannah. And in the note, she's telling Connor that she's not feeling well and had to cancel their date, um, but instead wants him to come over to her hotel suite. Did you see um, Luke's face when he Luke when P, she no. was like, Luke P, oh my God, his face of just, just <laughs> merriment <laughs> when she said, I had to cancel our date. Oh, really? Oh my God. He, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the next line was, come to my hotel room. And all the guys were like, woo! Yeah! (laughs) All excited for him. Like, really, anything's going to go down. Um, So I thought this was interesting because this is the first time I think I've, to my knowledge, that a lead has gotten sick and has, like, Mm -hmm. had to cancel a date. And I feel like this could probably happen more, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I don't know. We still don't really know what the origin of her passing out was. Yeah, I think just dehydration and lack yeah, of sleep because they have yeah. these people up till God knows what time. <laughs> I know. I know. Because yeah, after she records, probably... I think after she records with the guys and does the role ceremony, she has to then go and do interviews. Yeah, confessionals. Mm-hmm. Confessionals. So she, more than anyone, is up till ungodly hours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, Connor, he 
you know, heads off on his hotel suite date, whatever. First stops at what looks like Whole Foods Market and picks yeah, up. Yeah, it some, did look like Whole Foods, right? Whole Foods, right? <laughs> <laughs> Picked up some flowers and some chicken noodle soup. Mm-hmm. Um, then he heads over to her hotel room where she's laying in bed and they're just, you know, going to chill for their date, basically. Um, which I think is actually a great date because and it's probably better than sailing. Yeah. Because they actually oh, get to gosh. sit and talk. Yeah. <laughs> and like all those big grand dates with all the distractions, like at the end of the day, you just need to sit and talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. actually a better date than anything. Um, and then we kind of learned from her. She just, yeah, she woke up in the morning, passed out, went to the hospital to get fluids and she's not contagious or anything. She's just needing to rest. Um, back on the, back at the house, mm-hmm. the guys are all, you know, chit-chatting about Connor's date and Luke P who was just slowly. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash achieve today. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Justine, there's something I gotta get off my chest, girl. Tell me. I've been low-key struggling with my relationship with my phone and social media, just the over-accessibility these devices create, this addiction to Instagram, Mm -hmm. the distraction from everyday life and the people closest to me. It's been really stressing me out. I'm not even going to lie. I mean, that makes sense. Content overload is very real, and staring at everybody's highlight reels can be overwhelming Mm. and can absolutely steal your joy and peace. We carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. You all know we're huge advocates of therapy. We talk about it all the time on this podcast. It's been tremendously beneficial throughout different stages of my life and areas where I've needed help. From eating disorders to new relationships to my ever-changing relationship with my family, therapy has really helped me to set boundaries and prioritize my self-care. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash 2BG1R today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash 2BG1R. Turning into the psychopath that yeah. we <laughs> hear he's going to be described as yes. in the next few episodes. Like fatal um, attraction sort of psychopath. Yes, like mm-hmm. a fatal attraction, obsession, every mm-hmm. Lifetime movie you've ever seen. Like mm, one of those. Definitely. Um, he says in his confessional, you know, it's my job to take care of her. I know she wants oh me there with her. What a loon. <laughs> and I don't know. He's from Gainesville, Georgia, right? He's from Georgia? Yes. 
So he's from like a town with people. Why are you Mm -hmm. acting like this? Like you've never been around civilization. Right. Like it's very, very odd. And it's starting to make me think that this is really how he is. And this isn't an Mm -hmm. act. Oh, no. Yeah, this is him. (laughs) That is crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like last episode, we're like, oh, he's fake. He's here for fame. Like, no, yeah. this is just him. This no. is actually how he is. He yep. is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's no way he'd be acting up. At least to my knowledge, that he would be acting up crazy like this on TV and trying to become like an actor. Like, this is not a yeah. good look, bro. No. Like, yeah. Mm-mm. Um, this I forgot to mention. This was my nigga, you ain't shit moment. Mm-hmm. Which there were so many to choose from. There were, yes. <laughs> between him and Cam. Jesus. Yeah, I don't think um, I have a moment. It's just the whole episode. Continue. The whole episode, yeah. <laughs> um, but this one, this was his first instance of him just acting way too confident and acting as if he's the only guy in the house. Yeah. And that's it's still, we're still episode two. Y'all are still going on group <laughs> dates, 15 deep. Like there's mad people everywhere. And you were somehow so confident that you're the one like, yeah, this kind of confidence usually comes a little bit later, but mm-hmm. he, he is too much. Um, anyways, back at the date, Connor's date. Um, Connor's laying with Hannah and, you know, now he has to share his vulnerable story mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and <laughs> everybody's their time. Um, so he shares a story about when he was 13, he went skiing, I think he said with his family. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, and his mom ended up passing out. Turns out she had a stroke and through that experience, he learned how strong his parents' relationship is. And, you know, they've been together like 38 years or something like that. Um, just always it's always interesting how everyone of course goes through trials and tribulations and things in life yeah. and it's interesting the one that people choose to share mm-hmm. as the one that like the moment that kind of shapes them in a way mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what i mean it yeah. just makes me think like if i went on a show like this what would be my story that i would share and I these know. people had to think about it. You know, they all thought about oh, this yeah. before they went on. Oh, yeah. So it's like, what would be my story? How do you choose the moment? Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it. I guess it would depend on the moment. I would definitely choose it the same way as Mike. Is like, if something triggered me, I would mm-hmm. say the, the thing. Mm-hmm. But also, I would probably start out with something positive, like our friend Peter the pilot did. Like, yeah, he was like, oh, my mom was Miss Illinois. Like, I would start off with something that is positive that we can relate to versus, like, let me tell you how bad this was and how I got through it. Right, and it's our second time sitting together one-on-one. Like, (laughs) And there's no music and there's PAs everywhere. Like, I just, that's not, that's not the way I would want to start it off. I don't want to start it off on on a positive note. Yeah. But then it's hard because you have you have such finite time. Yeah. So it's like the but, timing is everything too. Yeah, and hopefully you have the um, the connection and the confidence to know that you will have more time with them later, and you can just mm. tell them more about them later. That's a good point. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Gotta have the confidence to know that you'll be sticking around, and she'll learn about yeah, you know, you're dead somebody later. Yeah. So. Hannah, you know, she thanks him for sharing the story, yada, yada. So eventually she has to get back to rest because that's the doctor's orders. You know, they spend enough time kind of hanging out, mm-hmm. um, getting to know each other. They kiss. They seem to have a connection. There's something mm-hmm. going on between the mm-hmm. two of them. Um, but when he leaves, she noticeably doesn't give him the date rose, mm-hmm. um, which was just something to kind of like 
kind of see and remember. And before he leaves, he leaves some little post-it notes behind. Yeah, it was so cute. Kind of all over the place. Um, it was cute if he had thought of it himself. I feel like this was like some producer thing. Absolutely. It also would have been cuter <laughs> if his handwriting wasn't that of his fifth grade <laughs> self. Oh, God. It was pretty bad. But that handwriting was treacherous. Uh, <laughs> I think a lot of guys have... A lot of guys have that type of handwriting, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, they do. Like, they didn't like, progress past... Things? Yeah, they didn't progress past penmanship in, yeah. like, third grade. Yeah, <laughs> like, cursive? Like, you didn't get to cursive? Maybe they didn't, though. Isn't he 22 years old? Maybe they didn't teach it he's when still he was in, in school. Who knows? Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, so, yeah, he leaves his little post-it notes around telling her how, the things that he loves about her. Um, blah blah blah. So when Hannah wakes up, she gets to go and find the little notes. Mm-hmm. One of them says, "Your beautiful eyes." One says, "How pretty you look without makeup." The other says, "Your beautiful uh, how smile." Does he know? The sparkle in your eye. Everything was physical related. You notice that? Yes, and also you never seen her without makeup, Connor. She Let kinda... me tell you something right now. Okay, <laughs> you have never seen that young lady without makeup on. You don't. So when she was laying in the bed, she had makeup on. Full, full, fully. And I only know this because I have a 12K TV and they zoom in like nothing else on this damn show. Uh, they gave her like the natural look. They gave her the natural look with a good old okay. beauty blender. Yeah. <laughs> damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know that look. I do. I wear that look to the gym. Oh, that's just true. Justine mm-hmm. does put on a face for the gym. Sure do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You could see it. I was like, oh, she's makeup less. Look at her. Like, oh, please. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Uh, but yeah, all his little post-it notes were all physical because just like us, Connor don't know jack shit we about this young else. lady. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So Connor eventually heads back to the house mm-hmm. and, you know, all the guys, they're cooking and hanging out and yada yada. And then fucking, like, Shaft comes in the room. <laughs> <laughs> it's like mid-50s black man like a leather... <laughs> Fucking leather jacket comes in and tells Connor to get ready because mm-hmm. this date isn't over. <laughs> and he has 15 minutes to get ready. He'll be waiting outside. I was like, damn, what did I just do for him? Yeah, right? Love it. So Connor heads off to meet Hannah and for, you know, part two of their date. And she's standing there with a rose and, of course, mm-hmm. awards it to him. Yeah. Um... And then they head off on their dates, and we get the first of the season. Man. Those fucking double doors. Was it, were there double doors? I think they just went down into the stadium. It's a metaphorical double yeah, doors. Yeah, it was. They some, were. What's the word that is? Yeah. Double doors. Mm-hmm. Um, the singer from afar looked like somebody's mama. Right? <laughs> yes. I was Sure, sure. This was like Ellen Page singing or something. Like, I didn't know who this was. Dua Lipa. I was like, what? Dua Lipa? Don't do her like that. <laughs> no, but no, really far away, there's short black hair. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it looked like some dumpy person, some dumpy no. woman or somebody's mother. And then when you get in close, you're like, oh, shit, this is some dude. I don't remember his name. Me either, but he had a really nice voice. Nice voice, a little mm-hmm. screechy for me. A little screechy. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. see what you mean. Um, but he was singing away, and they mm-hmm. were slow dancing. 
And um, Connor saying in his confessional that he is falling in love. How? So. The, okay, Connor. Yeah, yeah we'll sure. Just give this dude the benefit of the doubt, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. And he's like 23, so it's okay. Right. He don't know what the hell he's feeling. No. The next day is when we learn that Tyler G had to leave. We don't get no exit. We don't hear nothing about it. <laughs> we got 10 seconds from Hannah in a confessional saying he had to go. And then yep. time for the next group date. <laughs> I thought in my head, I was wondering, I was going to look it up online afterwards what happened, but I had a feeling it had to be something like seedy. It wasn't him yeah. like leaving because of a family issue, or whatever. Because usually they get no, their time. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. they would have said something. Like, remember when Mikkel had to leave because her grandpa died? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like, they say um, it. We ain't get no explanation. So nope. maybe it's up to some bullshit. Um, group, date, group date time. We have eight guys. They head off and they are walking into this warehouse where. Franco, the photographer, mm-hmm. dressed very brightly, um, is going to be doing a photo shoot with them and tells the guys they're going to be posing with a bunch of models, allegedly. Mm-hmm. And, of course, turns out it wasn't mo- they, it was not top models or supermodels. No. Like, these guys are all talking about it was about to be. There was a whole bunch of animals, dogs, a pig, a horse. Doesn't Franco look like he photographs animals or oh. specifically pets? He does. He looks like if you want to do a mm-hmm. photo shoot, like a campy photo oh, shoot your pet. with your pets, yeah. he, that's his specialty. <laughs> yep. Because mm-hmm. yep. he himself has like four large poodles. Doesn't he look like yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Mm-hmm. To the guard his house, good. to the guard his bedroom door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they're doing a photo shoot with a bunch of animals. This whole date was basically a promotion for the Secret for Life pets of Pets. too. <laughs> Movie that I definitely do want to see because the first one was great. You do? <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> oh my god! The, wait, the first one was good. Yes, the first one was oh, funny I never though. Saw that one. Okay, all right. About these fucking pets just running amok and like the lives <laughs> that they live when their <laughs> their owners aren't there. It's so funny. Um, right. So yeah, the whole thing was basically product placement for that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then suddenly, our homegirl Demi Demi's is back. back, back to host the secret life of Hannah's guys, as she's <laughs> calling it. Um, and she claims, not the producers, but she herself hired. Herself with her money. <laughs> with her money. Her Instagram money. I love how she claimed ownership of the hiring process. Yeah. <laughs> These, she hired two actresses, one mm-hmm. to play the animal handler want to play a makeup artist. They have all these surveillance cameras around, and she's there to spy on the guys with Hannah. Um, so no, none of the guys failed, actually. I know. Surprising. I thought for sure somebody was going to try to pick up the makeup artist mm-hmm. or say mm-hmm. something, you know, ratchet to somebody. <laughs> um, but even Luke P, even... This was a moment, too, where we knew that Luke P is not Luke acting. He's serious, yeah. He's very serious, scarily mm-hmm. serious about yes. this girl. Yes, Because he was shit-shot with the makeup artist, the actress, and he's telling her how he's fallen for Hannah and how mm-hmm. he can see himself getting engaged to her and all kinds of, really, you can see in his eyes, like, he was, like, so oh, no, into this girl. It was, like, a lot. Ass. Mm-hmm. And he's saying this all to a stranger. Stranger, divulging all his feelings. <laughs> so I would say he's pretty, I would say he's pretty genuine. 
Yeah. In terms of how yep. he feels for her, it's just yep. the feelings are a lot and need to simmer down. Yeah, I don't know how um, they do I really, yeah. <laughs> I, I like that they brought Demi back and did this little segment. This was more the surveillance thing I wanted to see. Exactly, yes. Even though we didn't catch anybody doing nothing. Mm-hmm. I feel like they should 100% have this every season because mm-hmm. eventually they're going to catch some guy being a sleazeball and doing some bullshit. Yes, on like episode, we're on episode four now, three, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like midway in, they're going to catch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like it's still kind of early, so they're all trying to be mm-hmm. on their best behavior. But deeper in, you would see some foolishness. Yeah. Um, this whole surveillance thing reminded me of, I think it was Maury when... Maury on his show there would only be a, a girl coming like I think my man's cheating on me and then yes. they'll have the guy in the green room and they'd send decoys to yes. like <laughs> try and trap him yeah yeah like decoy <laughs> like PAs totally, and stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. It was totally reminiscent of that so I have high <laughs> expectations for this segment if they continue to do it and time it right then oh we can God. definitely trip one of these niggas up I would love this, and I would love to see Demi more often. Maybe this could just be Demi's segment. This is Demi's job. Be. Yeah, this could be Demi's <laughs> new little job. Just uh-huh. bring her back every season every <laughs> to do season. this. Bachelor mm-hmm. or Bachelorette, I don't care who it is. Right. Mm-hmm. It could be Demi's look into the secret lives of these boys in the house. <laughs> um, so the guys, they do their photo shoot with the dogs. Luke P., of course, is being hella extra. Yeah, he just yeah. had to go in and take extra pictures with yeah. Hannah weird and he was like kissing her in front of everybody it was yes. fucking weird just really trying to show trying to he's like a dog pissing on the on pissing the on the curtain yeah. yeah like really trying to show his claim on her mm-hmm. um and then even as hannah was walking away to like go back to her dressing room whatever he's like trying to walk with her to the that room that was scary yeah because she had to turn to follow her into yes. the room. that was really scary Yes. Mm-hmm. She had to tell him, like, we'll talk tonight. <laughs> like, yeah. She had to literally turn around, look at him and be like, we can talk later. Yeah. Um, and this was the first one of the first instances where we really see her getting annoyed with him. Yeah. And yeah. saying in her confessional, like, he needs to slow his role. Mm-hmm. Um, and it only gets worse from here on out. It sure so <laughs> God. <laughs> um, so time for the little cocktail party for their group date. Wait, I was really jealous of whoever had the llama, just saying, in the pets. Oh, the little llama alpaca. What's the difference between this animal? Oh, I don't know. I think it was furrier. Oh, okay. But whoever had that, I was so jealous. He looks so furry. (laughs) (laughs) He looks so furry. Skin him and make him a nice coat. No, I'm kidding. No! (laughs) Peter, come get get me. Um, time for the cocktail party for the group date. Hannah, she immediately pulls Luke P aside first. Mm -hmm. Now she's saying in her confessional that, you know, Luke P stole the show again, but Mm -hmm. this time in a negative way. And she's going on and on. She's saying she hates how he's trying to flaunt his connection in front of the guys. Mm -hmm. She's starting to see some red flags and how there's a fine line between what he's doing, which is between like, it's, halfway between being attractive yeah. and then being the most unattractive thing in her life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is yeah. really funny. Um, so Luke P, they sit and have their little time. He immediately starts talking and goes on this whole rant about how he, how these guys don't have what it takes to be your future husband. Ugh. And ugh, just strong energy and confidence. That yeah. is... Toxicity, like, male toxicity. Yeah, it just feels 
scary. Toxic masculinity. <laughs> oh my god, that's how late it is. Mm-hmm. I just said, oh my god, sorry guys. Toxicity. Male toxicity. Oh my god. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> we forgive you. It's late. Oh boy. Uh, but yeah, like straight up just toxic masculinity. Yeah. This is like in its in its pure form. Um, so Hannah, she says to him, like, I've been struggling a bit because, Mm -hmm. you know, I really like you, but you're acting like it's all of this has been promised to you Mm -hmm. and your confidence, it's starting to irritate me. Yeah. And then he proceeds to cut her, tries to cut her off. Mm -hmm. And Miss Hannah said, uh, hold on. And then went back to talking and saying what she had to Mm -hmm. say. Mm -hmm. And this was my Hannah found her words moment. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice, nice. Um, she said to him, like, what you're not going to do right now is interrupt me. I yeah. am speaking. Yeah. And I like that she didn't let him, like, cut in like that. Even simple things like that. Because she, mm-hmm. he needs to remember she's the bachelorette. Yeah, she's the boss. As much as you think in your head that this, you are the chosen one and you're the winner. <laughs> and I don't know where you got this bullshit from. But at the end of the day, like, I'm still in charge here. So yeah. let me finish speaking. So shout out to Hannah for that. Um, but she flat out says to him, she's like, you're not respecting the other relationships. It's cocky and I don't like it at all. And just like was very matter of fact and like just upfront, upfront with him. Mm -hmm. Um, and then basically like hugs him and shoes him back. And so Lupe could tell his whole world was rocked. (laughs) She (laughs) just laid a lot on him. He didn't really get to defend himself. He wasn't expected to hear any of that from her. So he goes back to the guys and basically like vents to them. And you can see behind his eyes, he's slowly starting to unravel, like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. slowly becoming unhinged. Um, So Dustin, Dominican Dustin, Mm -hmm. gets his one on one time with Wait, Dominican Dustin. I don't even know if this man's Dominican. This is the same one. Isn't his name Dustin? I thought Dustin was the black one with the nose ring. Shit. Who are we talking about now? Devin. Ooh, Devin. Devin. Sorry. <laughs> Dominican Devin, who might not be the Dominican, but yeah, this is what but, I'm calling you. Know. you. <laughs> um, so Devin gets his one-on-one time with Hannah and is sitting down for five seconds before Luke <laughs> P comes back to interrupt. And Hannah straight up looks at him and says, I will talk to you later, okay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What she doesn't do. She usually lets the guys like fight it out themselves and duke it out. But she yes. this time had to knew she had to control him, which is yeah. a terrible sign, Hannah. Right. So you need to control this crazy person. <laughs> this is the sign that he needs to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so the guys, they're all talking. Meanwhile, all the guys are talking about him, how he is shell shocked tonight. Uh, yeah. The fine line between bold and desperate. He's self imploding. Mm-hmm. He's unstable. Um, like we got little glimpses of it, but I'm sure the guys all night were just like watching him slowly, like Mm -hmm. turn into like a crazy person. Mm -hmm. Um, so now Peter, the pilot, you know, he wants to go get his one-on-one time. So he's waiting outside for whoever, you know, wait respectfully outside Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for, I think it was Garrett was in the room with her Mm -hmm. and Luke P is literally like guarding the door (laughs) and attacked Peter. Yes, straight up attacked like, Peter. Yeah, he was like, do you think you're going to get time? Because it's not going to be my time. <laughs> I haven't even talked to her yet. Do you think you need to talk to her? Because I really need to talk to her. So my nigga, crazy. I think she said what she had to say to you. She like, said what she think. said. Yeah. Point blank, period. Yep. And yep. that was confusing, too, because he was saying, like, 
I didn't talk to her. Like, she only talked to me. I barely <laughs> talked to her. I was like, what? We're not even making sense. <laughs> really telling about what he thinks about conversation. Mm-hmm. He does not think that was a conversation. He thinks right. that that was just instructions that were given to him. Mm-hmm. Because he didn't get to dominate and just mm-hmm. spew his foolishness all over that conversation. He was mm-hmm. sent kicking to the curb. And he doesn't like it. Um, so Hannah, she finally comes out from her time with Garrett and Luke P just like really intercepts her. And Hannah at this point, she looks done. Like she is so irritated with this dude and she pulls him to the, she basically has to scold him. Like he's a toddler. Yeah. And she says that she's like, I want to call my own shots. I told you I'm going to talk to you later. Like for the five, for the 500 (laughs) fucking time in the last 20 minutes i will talk to you later like oh my god so he finally returns to the guys with his tail beneath his legs and this is where you really see like eyes glazed over like he is just yeah beside himself yeah because he has no action to take yeah he just (laughs) has to sit there yeah he's told to go sit in the corner and go think about what you just did time (laughs) out on time mm -hmm, you're in time out he says, you know, this process is really hard for me. You know, I've been thinking about going home. And basically, he's just not getting his way. And he's being a big right. muscle head, angry, and- juice head baby about it. <laughs> An angry, juice head baby. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he's literally acting like a toddler. And he looks big and muscly as he is. It looks ridiculous. <laughs> I know. And as... As he was saying that, I was like, how long have you thought about going home when you interrupted Peter? Mm. And when you said you didn't get time, did you right. think you were going to go home? Right. Also, if you're ever on this show and you say, I'm thinking about going home, just go home. Just go home. Thank you. Just go. Just leave. Just go. So stupid. And usually in that, those moments when someone reveals to everyone, I've been thinking about going home, somebody uses that against him later. Yes. <laughs> Yep. Someone remembers that, puts it in their back pocket, and then, mm-hmm. like, two episodes later, when it's nice and strategic, <laughs> they bring that shit up. <laughs> so, yep. you haven't been studying the show, my friend, Luke. No. You shouldn't have no. said that to nobody. Um, anyways, Peter, the pilot's getting his one-on-one time. We do learn that his mom was a former pageant uh, queen as well. She was mm-hmm. Miss Illinois back in the day. And then he tells the story about his, how his parents met. Mom was a flight attendant. That was the pilot. I really need to know how she was Miss Illinois and a flight attendant. Yeah. Maybe one came before the other. Which came first? Which came first? I need to know. I need to know more. Hopefully he gets a hometown date because I'm very interested in his mom now. Yeah. It would be interesting if she was... Which one would be more interesting first? If she was the flight attendant first? I think if she was the flight attendant first and then Miss Illinois, that would make sense. Yeah. But if she was missing the noise, and then she <laughs> and then was a flight attendant, <laughs> that would be bizarre. That would be very odd. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> they all have these like, oh, I do this charity, and I'm a lawyer for this, and then I do this and that, and well, except Hannah, shit, we don't know what she go to do, right? But and Kaylin too, like we don't know what they're gonna do, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just need to know: was it Miss Illinois? Was it like Miss United States? You know that pageant. Oh Lord! I don't mm-hmm. know what this shit is. Like, like not USA, it's not America. Yeah. It's United States. <laughs> you know? Oh God! Yeah, many questions. Yeah, so many questions for Miss Peter's mother. 
Um, so yeah, he shares the story of how his parents met, and then in this confessional, Peter's just like grinning, cheesing, loving it. Yeah, like it's so cute. Just mm-hmm. you can tell he's like really into this girl. Yes, and very giddy about her, and mm-hmm. you know he's talking about the twinkle in her eye. Everybody's talking about this fucking twinkle yeah. in her damn eye. I don't understand what that means. Girl <laughs> got floaties in her eyes. Why everybody talking about her damn twinkle? What's Why? the twinkle in the eye about? I don't get it. I don't get it. Oh, Lord. Um, so, yeah, he says this might be the greatest flight of my life. And now he's falling. Uh, he's falling for her. You didn't say falling in love. So he's Oof. falling for her. Um, so now Hannah, she returns to the group. And it's time for her to re- award the date rose. She picks up the rose and then asks Luke P to go and talk and walks mm-hmm. off with the rose. This so. is where Hannah gets my Hannah use her words moment. Okay, yeah. Yes, so, so what does she say or talk about with Miss Mister? Well, P? she said to him, the biggest standout for me was that she said to him, "I just need you to work harder and fix this." <laughs> and I appreciate her saying that so early on into the show of mm. her being like, "Okay, I know you're cute and you're muscular." And you took your shirt off yesterday, mm. but you need to work harder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and you need to fix this. This is not on me. So let's yeah. go out and I'll give the date rose to someone else. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is like her warning to her. Like she, mm-hmm. you can't be mad now that you got sent home because she gave you ample warning, right. yeah. more warning than other guys are actually getting. Because if it was up to me, his ass would have went home that day. Cause he'd oh be yeah. Fucking no. Fucking yeah, possessive the same. and creepy. Mm-hmm. Would you chase me into my changing room? Oh no, you have got oh, to no. leave. You gotta go. I yeah. feel I feel alarmed. <laughs> like no. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, I like that. She this is your warning. Mm-hmm. Fix this, work harder, and get your shit together by the next time I see you. Basically. Um, I do think he's getting way too many chances though. So So do I. I think he's actually a producer pick, personally. I think they had to really? keep him around because no one else is dramatic. There are still some people in there that I'm like, who is that? Yeah, and, true. Um, he just makes things interesting and spicy. I think he makes mm-hmm. it for a couple of good spicy moments in the preview, which we'll talk about. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think I think he's a producer one. That's true because Cam, you know, we'll see later Cam in here, but <laughs> the the rest of the guys they seem to be getting along like pretty well. Yeah, that's usually how guys are. Yeah, like maybe another villain will like arise at some point, but Luke maybe. P's it, so they need to keep him around if they yep. if they want some drama. That's true. Mm-hmm. So she, so yeah, she scolds Luke P, mm-hmm. um, and then she returns to the boys and awards the date rose actually to Peter, Yay. who so cute, so giddy. He just so looked genuinely cute. happy to be getting this rose and getting to just like spend more time with her. Like it wasn't about the rose; it's about like being here and getting yeah. to know this girl and finding a potential wife or whatever. <laughs> um, so the next day, the guys are all hanging out around the house. Good old Chris Harrison arrives, tells the guys that there will not be a cocktail party because instead they will be having an Alabama tailgate party. Oof. This obviously was my cue to <laughs> escape to Wakanda. See ya, never bye. Express on that flight. Yeah. Um, so after Chris Harrison leaves, this is another moment where I had to holler laugh. 
Cam takes it upon himself to make an announcement (laughs) to the guys and tells them that there's something major he needs to tell Hannah. Mm -hmm. It's so major, in fact, that it's actually been the downfall of his past two relationships. Mm. And, you know, I really need the time to talk to her about it. It's very important to me. You know, I hope you guys can respect me, you know, by pulling her first. And then he gave some weird, like, hypothetical cheers to the guys about it's been so great getting to know you all Mm -hmm. and blah, blah, blah. Like, insinuating that he feels slash knows that he might be going going home. home. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And as soon as he finishes speech slash like pseudo asking for permission slash not from the guys <laughs> mike yeah me dying because he flat out was like Psh, i call bs <laughs> <laughs> there's no rules of engagement here bro yeah. like yeah. just ended it there you are not you can't how can you ask the guys to be respectful of you and your time when you have been so disrespectful to everybody else in their time you, you are delusional literally barged in on a group date that was not yours. That was not yours. You made a picnic for you and one other man of chicken nuggets <laughs> yeah, and sat down that. on a on a blanket and mm-hmm. said like, oh, yeah, you're totally invited like a fucking weirdo. Mm-hmm. And now you make an announcement in front of what is there? Twenty six guys in this house. No. Bro. And expect no them to give you the respect that you have never given to them <laughs> to tell Hannah a story that sounds like Aesop fables. Mm-hmm. That you wrote that morning, <laughs> making this announcement, saying this as if you have a secret family. Yeah, like, what was so? I that, thought it was something real bad. Me too. He said nope. it was the detriment of his last two relationships. Right. That's why I thought it was a secret family. Mm-hmm. But no. Nope. Ridiculous. Um, but yeah, all the guys looked at him like, uh, yeah, nah, okay. And then back to their <laughs> conversation. Like. Yeah, yeah, Luke actually, Luke S actually put it really well. He mm-hmm. said, Cam is not respectful of us, and now he's demanding respect from everyone else, and that's not how it is. Exactly. That's not how this works. Like, See, again, no. he said it in the confessional. Not mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very strategic. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's staying below, flying below the radar. Yep. And really in the confessional, he messy as hell. <laughs> 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 he got so much to say about everybody. <laughs> oh, let me see you, Lucas. Mm-hmm. Um, so Hannah arrives, time for their tailgate. <clears throat> and they are, you know, tossing football around, playing games, all that stuff. Hannah flat out says in her confessional, you know, today I want easy conversations. <laughs> I don't want to hear about anything tragic. I just want a chill day. Mm. Now, little Miss Hannah here was there for about 10 minutes <laughs> through one football toss and then Cam pulled her ass to the side to drop the biggest, most ridiculous sob story <laughs> I have ever heard. I was hollering laughing. <laughs> I was hot, cracking up. This shit was so ridiculous. So he pulled her to the side and told her, you know, back in 2014, my right leg locked up one day and (laughs) I was running a fever and so went to the hospital and they told me that I might have to get an amputation. Then the day before my surgery, my dad called me and told me that my grandma passed away. And then after the surgery, I had to give away my little puppy. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was no. just one comical. 
Okay, Grandma dying is not comical, but no. the way he laid out the story. The way he laid out, particularly the amputee story, was really, really ridiculous. I was like, your leg went numb, and then all of a sudden you had to get it cut off? No explanation. You need. I need more than that. I need and then more than that. giving away the puppy, like you just, that was the cherry on top. <laughs> Why did you give away that puppy? the whole thing just sounded so ridiculous even if it is real like i'm sorry you went through that but like bruh (laughs) you know how earlier we just had that conversation about when you reveal certain stories about what make you who you are Mm -hmm. it's like he combined all of his in one in one yes (laughs) like you he was supposed to sprinkle these throughout the season yes he just wedged them all into one story (laughs) so together normally we'd be like damn bro that was you know that yeah, sounds terrible right. i'm sad you went through that but together yeah. it just sounded ridiculous and i could not help but laugh <laughs> right yes yes as it would with anyone if you've been through multiple you know tragic times mm-hmm. it sounds ridiculous if you string it all into one ring it all year. one <laughs> oh god uh so i did a little bit of digging online mm-hmm. and um Someone posted an article that, according to his, he posted an Instagram photo in 2018 where he did a whole long like caption, um, how he suffers from lymphedema, mm-hmm. which is a condition where your arms or your legs get swollen. Usually, mm-hmm. only happens in one limb. Um, it's due to some type of blockage in your lymph lymphatic oh, lymph system. Nodes or whatever. Yeah. Um, like the fluid doesn't really drain properly. There's buildup, mm-hmm. yada yada. Okay. So he says he had 13 surgical procedures, and then mm-hmm. the doctor said his next step was amputation. Mm-hmm. The doctor in this article, who makes it known that she did not treat him, she does not know his medical chart, she don't know his story, mm-hmm. but it's uncommon usually that lymphedema <laughs> patients <laughs> go through that many surgeries, and it's also uncommon that he would have been would have to have gone anything amputated. amputated. Like she yeah. basically was like, this is not how lymphedema works. So, right. Yeah. Um, but again, we don't know his whole story. He could have been yeah. out of a very severe case or whatever the fuck, but either way, Cam, this is not the way to do a sob story. You do not no. combine three and one and drop <laughs> it on this poor girl in the middle of a tailgate. Like, this is not it. Like all the sympathy you would have gotten had you spread them jumps out. Right. And not is gone now. Yeah, no. So Hannah, poor Hannah has to sit and hear this heavy ass, ridiculous mm-hmm. story. And then finally gets to go back and have some fun. Soon enough, Mike the Bone Collector. <laughs> with his jorts. He had on jorts. <laughs> Did you see those jorts? He always has on one item that is just one. not. It's just the one. But it's a statement piece at the same <laughs> time. It's a statement piece, right? <sighs> you know he packed the jorts and we're so excited for them. I was like, okay, I want to wear the jorts. Oh, my the God, jorts. yeah. That's oh, the yeah. statement that is right. A plain top with it. Mm-hmm. But like, nah, like, why do you even own these? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So your boy, Mike, the bone collector, comes with all the skeletons mm-hmm. to come share with Hannah. And now I usually, I'm never usually a fan of a guy who spends his time talking mm-hmm. about another guy in the house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I appreciated Mike's approach. Mm-hmm. Like, I like how he led into it. So first he asked her, and he always has good questions for Hannah. Like, mm-hmm. he always makes her think and, like, give, like, 
questions that warrant like actual thoughtful answers. Yeah. Um, so first he asked her, you know, how was it being in the, like when you were on the bachelor, like how was it being in the mansion and like getting to see all the nitty gritty of like what goes on with the people that you're like competing against basically. Um, she kind of shares her experience being in Colton's house, Col- Colton's house, being in like Colton's season. <laughs> um, and then that's when Mike reveals, well, you know, before the tailgate, there was a conversation that Cam had with the guys. Um, and basically he shared how he needed to talk to you and basically tell you some big sob story and what appeared to be his last ditch effort to get a pity rose. Mm-hmm. Um, now Mike, Mike kind of made it sound like Cam said pity rose. I don't know if that was Mike's words or if Cam actually did off camera say to the guys, like, I'm trying to get the pity maybe, rose. Maybe, maybe, but Mike, yeah. or not Mike, uh, Cam definitely did say, like, I think I'm going home, sort mm-hmm. of. Yeah, sort of and so I need to go share the story with her, which is yeah, right. sleazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Mike also shared that Cam was also writing, like, Dear John letters to the guys. That is so <laughs> weird. I didn't really understand. So was it like he was writing goodbye letters to you the guy? You know what? You know what? If I was in that house, that would be my escape to Wakanda moment. <laughs> the then, minute you received a... The uh, second <laughs> I saw a letter from Cam, like, hey, man. On your pillow. I, it was great getting to know you, and we've been here five days? Mm-hmm. Well, no. And I, none of us can stand you, so who you write letters <laughs> to? <laughs> like, who are these letters for? What is this? Right? So strange. So he's writing goodbye letters to the guys yeah. because he thought or knew he was going home. Um, so yeah, Mike tells Hannah all this all this craziness that just happened. Mm-hmm. Um, Hannah returns to the group and immediately grabs Cam, pulls him to the side, and pulled the Colton. She pulled the Colton, and she was like, "Well, yes, Mike told did. me." Oh my god, is this oh true? God. Do Why do you have to name drop the person? Oh my god! And yeah. why would you put them in a position that they would? The answer is no, right? Like obviously, the answer is no. It turns out that he said, she said. It's like right. don't even name the person. So Hannah, you know, Mike told me that you said that you were going home today, <laughs> and then you let all the guys know that, and you know, it's just very convenient for you to bring up this story all of a sudden that you're shared with shared with me. Um, and then Hannah said, you know, I also heard there was mention of a pity rose and can all wrong and strong. You know, I would never <laughs> compromise what I've been through. <laughs> so sit down and relax, please. <laughs> um, and then Hannah, she just, yeah, she just said like the timing of the story just feels very manipulative. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I also heard you were writing letters to the guys because you thought you were going home. Like that part was just fucking weird. He couldn't even deny it. Like, he didn't no. say, no, that didn't happen. Like, he sat up on a desk with some stationery <laughs> and wrote <laughs> personal goodbye letters to each of these guys. So weird. Um, so Hannah, you know, she's laying it into him. She said, being here is not just about getting roses. Mm-hmm. Um, and he tries to plead he tries to plead his case and she's just like not having it. And she's like, I'll just, I have to think about this later. Just leave me alone. Mm. Um, the party ends. Hannah goes to say goodbye to everybody. She, you know, she gives her last little speech before the rose ceremony. And she kind of turns at Cam and says, you know, 
she's speaking collectively, but she's talking to Cam mm-hmm. and says, you know, mm-hmm. if just know that if you get a rose, it's not a pity rose. Oof. Drop the mic and left. Yeah. Appreciate that. I love that little zinger to Cam. Let him know. Mm-hmm. Um, so after this, we get some nice footage now <laughs> of the guys getting ready for the rose ceremony. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Just to- Okay, because I was waiting for you to continue with what someone was saying. In my head, nobody was saying anything because we got a solid 22.5 seconds of Mike <laughs> in his drawers. In his drawers. I was like, why is someone talking? It's stop, it's stop talking. <laughs> the camera stayed on him for a minute. A long time. Because even you could tell their video footage. They're videotaping him because Cam was like happened to be in that same room. But even after Cam left the room, no. the camera yeah. was still, still on him. Mike in his, in his damn drawers. And Mike at one time like broke the fourth wall and was like looking straight into the camera, like so. Uh, y'all just gonna <laughs> y'all gonna hear underwear? Uh, <laughs> yeah. No. Nope. Yeah. yeah. Can I change or no? Nah, yeah. Y'all just gonna stand there. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was yeah. nice. We needed that. We nah, needed that. I know I did. That shot me <laughs> right up. I was like, oh. <laughs> you woke up then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dozing off your nose, you woke up. Uh, time for the rose ceremony. Everybody's wondering, will Cam go to rose? Will Cam not? That's the, the biggest question going in. Now, Hannah, she came. She looked bomb to me. Yes, she did. She looked very serious. Mm-hmm. Loved it. She had on the red... Like Jessica Rabbit dress. Mm-hmm. It was like a deep red. She had the deep red lip. Mm-hmm. She had the sw- side swept hair. Mm-hmm. Only thing I didn't too. like was that necklace. You like the yeah. necklace? Uh, no, I didn't. But oh. she had it on, you know. She was just over accessorized. <laughs> yeah. Which also says serious. Mm-hmm. Long, unnecessary black necklace. That could go. But otherwise, mm-hmm. yeah, she looks serious and ready to, you know, control this rose ceremony. Mm-hmm. You could already mm-hmm. tell she's growing confidence. Yeah. She has is doing a lot of firsts. She's doing a lot of firsts, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's growing up before our very eyes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, first rose goes to Jed. Yeah. Uh, then Tyler C., mm-hmm. Dustin, Dylan, Grant, who is unemployed, and I, why is he still getting Rosa? <laughs> what is his deal? I wrote on my thing, I said, who is Grant? Who is Grant? Who, who is he? Isn't he the one who wrote, like, some guys aren't here for the right reasons, and I'm going to expose them? Isn't right, he like him? he was setting himself up to be a bone collector, and he ain't been doing shit. No, I haven't even heard him talk. Nope. Oh <laughs> He's still getting roses, though. Uh, Luke P. got a rose. No. Garrett, John Paul. Mateo, Dominican Devin, more roses. I think I missed a few people. Mm-hmm. Either way, there's a final rose. Who's left is Cam, Kevin, the homeboy who was yes, blue on eyes. the yes. yeah, Lifetime movie was sent with the chicken nuggets with Cam last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, the dude who I liked from the cast bios lived in Australia. Can't remember his name. Oh, oh, the one, the 33-year-old. The 33-year-old. He's the oldest one there. We, like, never saw him. I can't remember his name. Um, And Jonathan. Um, So the final rose goes to Kevin. Yeah, surprising. Surprising. Cam is going home. The producer pick is going home. See you never. (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
Um, so we unfortunately have to say goodbye to a POC, Jonathan, who we did not see at all, really, until this episode. Nope. And But I'm glad he got his little moment to shine and yeah. gave me some laughs. Yeah. And yeah, hopefully he uh, is going to contact Jason Biggs. Maybe they'll... Uh... Maybe he'll be an extra in something. Yeah, that's true, because we know he's definitely here to do acting. Absolutely. (laughs) He was the one that was like a server in L.A., right? Yeah. Uh Okay. So hopefully this works out for you and it opens up doors in in Hollywood. Yes. Yes. Um, And, yeah, also had to say goodbye to uh, the the dude who lived in Australia who I really liked, and I can't remember his name, (laughs) and Cam, (laughs) who was crying tears in the confessional and talking about how his integrity was compromised and whatever the fuck and that was the episode that was it now we got a preview for next week and we got a preview for the remainder of the season Mm -hmm. so next week it looks like jed is gonna get a one-on-one right yes excited to see this yes very excited to see this you know connection unfold Mm -hmm. um we also see tyler c on a Boats. I don't know if that means he's also getting a one-on-one with Hannah. Maybe. Or not maybe. sure. Yeah, maybe one-on-one. Yeah. Peter. Peter's fallen in love. We have Hannah mm-hmm. saying, quote, newsflash, Peter's my boyfriend. Peter's my boyfriend. That's yeah. major mm-hmm. slash crazy because there are 45,000 <laughs> people still in the house. <laughs> but okay. Um and Jed also saying like I feel something's growing inside I feel something inside me is growing like he's mm-hmm. his feelings for her. Then the drama. We got mm-hmm. Mike saying to Luke P. Finally, you know that moment that we saw before. You're violent and aggressive and a psychopath. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Hannah with Luke P. Asking him why does every guy in the house seem to hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Great question, Hannah. That is a, yeah. And yeah. pay attention to those other guys in the house, not to whatever bullshit he's about to tell you. Yeah, Hannah, he just needs to leave at that point. I don't really understand what this is about. Yeah, like if you keep him around after all the craziness that he did this episode, and then all the mm-hmm. guys basically talking to you about how he's terrible and like nobody <laughs> gets along with him, mm-hmm. why, why give him more chances? What more do you need he's to see? Leave. Mm-hmm. like to let the guys tell you kind of how it's going down behind closed doors mm-hmm. that should be enough for you in my opinion um we get mike also saying to luke p i'm the biggest threat against you and luke p saying some weak ass shit back so <laughs> i don't remember um mike so clear, clearly next episode is gonna be a big showdown between mike and luke p basically you think that's next episode or i think it's like in the future this was this was still next week's preview still next yeah this episode. was before they Ooh, said preview I'm for the season. okay mm-hmm. good so we have mike saying if someone messes with my queen which mm, not, <sighs> love that language is familiar to me oh my god <laughs> <laughs> i hate when people call people queen i don't know it's just cringy to me it it's cute, was I cringy guess. to me. I, I just got used to it. I, I guess. Think. So mm-hmm. Mike being a brother saying someone messes with my queen, I need to take that person down. Also, he, she's not your queen. Again, we have 45,000 people. Exactly. It's okay. <laughs> um, after he says that, we get footage of an ambulance and, mm-hmm. you know, all this true bachelorette. Every, every season... Oh, yeah. Somebody mm-hmm. stubs their toe on the bunk bed and then they <laughs> fucking piece it together as if Michael whooped his ass. Like, mm-hmm. it ain't gonna be nothing. 
No. Um, so that was a preview for next week. So definitely a showdown. And then we got a preview for the rest of the season. Um, we see, which some of it we've seen already. So it wasn't that like great. Yeah, yeah. Um, we have Luke P standing over one of the guys yelling in his face. I want to say it's Kevin. Kevin yelling, yeah. str- like standing over him and shouting yeah. down in his face. In like his face. That is just that whole stance, behavior. Mm. As a woman, you need to run from that. You got to get out. You yeah. got to get yeah, yeah. out. That is, that's mm-hmm. someone who feels like they have the authority to even do that to anyone. Right, right. Oh, yeah. God. Um, we have Jed telling Hannah, I can't believe you're as amazing as you are and you're entertaining a guy like that. <laughs> What a, what a question, Jed. <laughs> what a fantastic question. We are all thinking the same thing, mm-hmm. sir. Mm-hmm. Good. And Jed or somebody saying, like, some of the guys are starting to question Hannah. It's kind of like a confessional mm-hmm. or right. a voiceover. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, when you're sitting at the fucking roll ceremony with a psychopath who is just shouting mm-hmm. down in someone's face <laughs> and is literally unhinged and keeps getting roses. It's like, who the f- what the hell is going on here? Why am I here? Yeah. Who are you? What are you looking for? Um, right. And then we got that same footage of Hannah. This is the moment that we're all going to, this is the, the fence jumping, you know, mm-hmm. that they're going to mm-hmm. tease all episode, all season. Mm-hmm. It's footage of Hannah outside in a confrontation with someone we don't know who it is mm-hmm. um but clearly that guy just said some off the wall shit to her in a conversation yeah. that seems to be about sex or virginity or religion mm-hmm. and she says in her confessional my husband would never say what he said to me um and then we have her saying i believe sex is made for a man and a woman in marriage which yeah that's let's not do this Sex is for men and women to enjoy with whoever the hell they want to fucking have sex with. And right, whenever they want to do it. Mm-hmm. That's just our thoughts, but okay, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she says, you know, I have had sex and Jesus still loves me. Yep. <laughs> so, can't wait for that moment. Yes, I know for the Bible tells me so. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Okay, yes. Yeah, that's, uh, Love it. Cannot wait to see that moment. They're going to be teasing it all damn season. Can't wait to see they who will. it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, everyone's guess is it's going to be Luke P, but mm-hmm. he might go home before that moment, hopefully. And then oh, yes. who the fuck is it going to be? <laughs> that's going to be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and that's the episode, guys. That was it. That's it. Please rate, review, subscribe. We'll be back Mm -hmm. next week. We'll be live tweeting on Twitter. Hit us up on Facebook, on Instagram. Tag us in your story. All that good stuff. Email us. Any Mm -hmm. insights, things you want to further divulge on that we talked about in the episode. We'd love to hear your Mm -hmm. thoughts. Um, And, yeah, we'll be back next week. See you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/style for free shipping and 365 day returns.